Hello and welcome to Eat the Word. My name's Karen and I'm the Church Warden at St Peter's Church in Bentley, Doncaster. We hope these podcasts help you spend time with God regularly. In each one we read the Bible, listen to what it might be saying to us today and then have a few moments of quiet to reflect. You can comment on our Facebook page at eattheworddn or send an email to hello at stpetersbentley.org. If you need a Bible and live in Bentley, Doncaster, we'd love to give you a free copy, so do get in touch. If you don't live in Bentley, there's a helpful link in the episode notes to a place where you can buy one. So today we're continuing with the Book of Acts and looking at chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. If you have a blue church Bible, it's on page 1094. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. In 2019, I went to the very last summer camp of Naturally Supernatural, which was an annual event organised by Soul Survivor Church in Watford. It was my only my second visit, and sadly my last, as they've now come to an end after about 26 years. There are other Christian summer camps, so plenty more to choose from for the future. But when I was there for those two occasions over the course of the week, I got a sense of what it must have been like to live like the early church. All the believers coming together with everything in common. Every day was church, with a family gathering in the big cowshed at Stafford Showground. From all over the sprawling grounds, twice a day, everyone emerged from their tents and headed as one, gathering to worship God. And at other times throughout the day, there were smaller groups uh, for various teachings. But we all had one purpose, to devote ourselves to the teaching, the fellowship, the breaking of bread and to prayer. Of course, this was just for a week, a holiday break in the summer. And when it ended, we all went back to our own homes all over the country. But here, Luke is describing how the early church, the first body of believers, lived after that amazing first day of Pentecost. They lived as one family, selling their possessions so they could provide for each other. They still had their own homes, that's where they broke bread together. But you get the sense of one community, filled with awe at all the miraculous signs from the apostles. Notice the four landmarks. The apostles' teaching, the common life of those who believed, the breaking of bread, and the prayers. These are the four marks of the church. They go together. 
You can't separate them or leave one out without damage to the whole thing. Where no attention is given to teaching and constant lifelong Christian learning, people tend to revert back to the mindset of the surrounding culture and end up with their minds shaped by whichever social pressures are most persuasive and Jesus becomes a distant memory. Where people ignore the common life, sometimes known as fellowship or gathering together, they become isolated and often find it difficult to sustain a living faith. Where people no longer share regularly in the breaking of bread or communion, they're failing to raise the flag which says Jesus' death and resurrection are the centre of everything. And whenever people do all these things but neglect prayer, they're forgetting that Christians are supposed to be heaven and earth people. Remember how Jesus taught us to pray. Prayer joins heaven and earth together. The twelve disciples, when they were going around with Jesus, lived the same. They had a common purse, which various people contributed to, and they lived as a single family. The early church seemed determined to carry this on. Now, Jesus' followers are spread throughout the whole world and numbering the millions. So living together as one family has taken on a different meaning. Whilst practically we can't live together and share a common purse, we can still support each other. There are many Christians and agencies who give tirelessly to the work of making the practical sharing of resources a reality. We can all contribute from our own resources to meet the needs of our family, either locally or internationally. When we give and share our resources, we learn that there is more to life than clinging on to everything we can get and start sharing it, giving it away, celebrating God's generosity by being generous ourselves. It's an attractive quality and draws other people in. In verse 47, Luke says they were praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. It's this generosity which sets us apart and demonstrates our love for each other. Jesus said in John 13 verse 35, All men will know you are my disciples if you love one another. Are we applying the four marks of the church to our own lives? Do we take advantage of the teachings being offered through the Sunday services and the connect groups? We may be restricted now and can't gather in the building or take full communion, but we can still gather together online. Do we have a set time every day to pray and spend time with God in his word? Let's spend some time thinking about ways in which we can be generous. We may not have a lot of money to be able to give away, but there are many ways we can be generous and share our resources with each other. Sometimes it's about giving someone time, a listening ear, baking a cake, 
or passing on something we have that we know would really benefit our neighbour. It's not always about money, so don't think you can't give in some way. Thank you, Lord, for your word, which teaches us how to live. It guides us and leads us in the right direction. Help us to live together as family, to share our resources, to care for one another, and to be generous and kind. Amen. Thanks for listening today. We've come to the last episode of our time in Acts, and it's been great having you listening. I do hope it's helped you meet with God. Next week, Sue will be starting a series on Genesis, so do look out for that. God bless.